Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, our win streak begins. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 44 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Crawshaw. Joining you today, Chase, how are you on this lovely Wednesday afternoon? I'm doing pretty good overall, I guess. I don't know. How are you? I'm doing great. Grand. Happy to hear. I feel good. Um, I'm not as tired as I as I usually am because, you know, I'm getting used to my new sleep schedule. And it took a while, I, I won't lie, to go from waking up at like 1030 every day to now waking up at 6 every day. Definitely getting a little bit more used to it. And I can't even imagine what you were at like when you started because I know for a while you were able to sleep in until like noon, one, and now you got to be at the rink by six or like how early do you get up? I, I'm, uh, no, I, I've, I used to be at the rink like way earlier, but now I'm just up at six out the door by 630 the latest. So I, so I get, I'm allowing myself a little more sleep because I figured out how I can make things work that I'm able to get there a little bit later. So no worries. But, um, you know, I, I just don't sleep well in general as it is, too. So, you know, really, I'm not falling asleep till most nights, one thirty, two in the morning. So I'm only getting four four to five hours sleep max. It's it's not great. You know, Chase, I was doing some research on human health, and they said adults usually should sleep at least seven hours, or I think it's at least six hours. Yeah, I think it's six hours. <laughs> you think I have the time to sleep eight hours a day? I don't. And then teen- teenagers are like eight plus. So I still yeah. consider myself a teenager. Yeah, because you act like one. I want my A+. Plus. Uh, I've actually been going the last, like, three days on, like, six and a half hours of sleep. Because I got, I know, I got to get up at 6 a.m. And so I'm like, all right, I'll get in bed around, like, 11. And then it takes me about a half hour to fall asleep. So, you know, I'm kind of grinding a little bit. But the thing is, when I get home from an eight-hour workday, I fall asleep immediately. I take a nap. Yeah. And so I wake up and I've only got like four hours left of my day. And I'm like, I can't just give away days. Like life is short. I need to be able to enjoy that a little bit. So now I'm pushing it out an hour to game with the boys a little bit longer and see the family a little bit more. Yeah. So like that, that's why, you know, like my schedule does pretty good. Like I, you know, if I'm going straight home, I'll be home by like two o'clock. And then at that point, you know, the girlfriend is, is out of school. She's out of class. So, um, you know, we, we can 
we can congregate or you know my, my mom she gets she gets back home from work around three so you know we i can chat with her she'll help keep me awake so i don't, I don't let myself nap during the day because if i did nap for the during the day i would sleep about an hour and i wouldn't sleep at all like at night so you know i would just be completely thrown off um in terms of sleeping you know i, I would still have a lot of time left in my day compared to you you know how you you would sleep for a little bit longer than that i would assume with a nap yeah um yeah so like i saw you know the same amount of time for my day i just have, i just get less sleep in the process so Eliminating the nap, you know, as, as sweet as it sounds, I found it's been a lot more beneficial. Yeah, I know, but it's it's hard when you're when you're working in the service industry. Uh, like I've been doing six miles a day, just walking in the cafe. That's good though. Well, yeah, but I mean, it makes moving. makes me want to go to sleep. Yeah. So, and it's the worst when they they send me on break because I'm literally falling asleep at the table. Oh, I I would I would consider napping in my car. Yeah. So, anyways, on today's episode of the Bulls broadcast, a little game review, game preview for our upcoming three-game road trip. Then we got, uh, after the commercial break, talk about Alexander Ovechkin and where he sits all-time for the goal record. Going to be talking about Phil Kessel and his Ironman streak and the NHL playoff logo, because there's a new one if you haven't seen it. We'll give you all our thoughts on that and more after the commercial break. Let's first talk about Andre Schuster, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, put him on Waivers, unfortunately, he's not coming back to us. Andre Suster is on his way to Anaheim. I'm sure he's there by now. But, yes, he was claimed by the Anaheim Dukes. Um, nothing, you know, that we're going to really lose a whole lot of sleep over. Yeah, you know, on a second sit in Tampa. Solid defenseman, good, you know, number seven, number eight type guy. But Bogosian's coming back, good to go. You got really no no need for him. So, Throw him on waivers, hope he clears. Maybe you can send him down to Syracuse, but nope, Anaheim's going to take him. You know, maybe they're going to try to flip him here at the deadline or something. I don't know, but he'll be with Anaheim for at least the foreseeable future. Did Suster play with Anaheim before he went over into you know, Europe? I feel like he did, but I could be wrong. As we talk about it, it kind of feels kind of rings a bell, doesn't yeah. it? I've got it pulled up right now here. Um, he did play for Anaheim. So he was on our Tampa Bay Lightning, obviously, from the 12-13 season. He played two games then, but stayed with us until 2017-2018. Then he went to Anaheim in 2018-2019 and then went over to the KHL after that. Yeah, spent two years in, in Kunlun. I always forget about that. He went and played in China. Yeah. What so, a stud. Uh, That's tough. Two years in the KHL, no goals. That is tough. That's tough. And right when I saw he got claimed by Anaheim, I'm like, that that sounds familiar. Yes, yes. It, 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 it did to me, too. And for some reason, it just didn't click in my head. But it, it definitely makes sense. Yeah, well, a lot of things don't click in your head, Chase. Uh, oh, I don't know if he went to UNO. You didn't know? No. Hey. Oh, I knew that. Played for the Keenan River Brown Bears. Hey, look at that. Yeah, the more you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, just wanted to say, if you listen to the last episode, Hopefully you're able to enjoy it. We apologize for the old quality. Didn't catch it until the very end there, but we're back on track. I had to make sure I go to the audio file just to make sure. And Word. We're, we're all good. So uh, <laughs> didn't want another scare like that. But let's get into a game review, Chase. We can go through this really quickly. You know, a lot of people don't really like to harp on the past. So uh, game against Winnipeg, you know, it didn't go our way, but that's okay because we, we move on to better pastures. Yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes sometimes hockey happens, sometimes it doesn't. So now you move on. That's our analysis. Got to do that hockey. <laughs> um, all right. Upcoming Road trip. That was a very unfortunate game, though. 
Yeah, a little bit. Let's not let's not let's let's not you know look back on on the sadness and, right. and the depths of history. Let's 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 project forward to the greatness of that the future. It's coming. Yes, and if you listen to that short little intro to start the show, our win streak begins now. Uh, as we are on this Canadian road trip, our next three games, all three games that we will be previewing, going against Calgary, against Edmonton. And against Vancouver, Calgary, the best team when you look at the standings in our first game. What do we expect out of this one, aside from the fact that we're going to win, of course? Like, what are we expecting, I should say? Well, expect a 9 o'clock start time because it is... The, That's true. It is, you know, out west, it is the earliest of our next four games, including Seattle next week, too. So, you know, you're going to have to be willing to stay up a little bit while watch that happen. But it's going to be worth your time. Uh all three of these teams that we're playing in these next three games, we are one and zero in the series, and you know it, it's great starting here. In, about to be two and zero in the first game. About to be two and two and zero against Calgary, a very good team actually. You know, like they're finally they finally decided they want to be actually competitive instead of just being you know that very purgatory style type of team. And a lot of it relies on the back of Jacob Markstrom. I'm assuming he gets the start. It really depends on how much you can get behind him. I mean, the guy's got eight shutouts of twenty six wins this year. Right, he's he's playing incredible. So if if you can you know crack his armor and get a couple in, like they scored four against the Flames last time, if you score four again, like you're gonna win. Like I I, I very much see that happening. Um, I, I got a lot of faith in Tampa on this one. Yeah, so do I. I think Calgary, a really good team. We see it on paper with all the numbers that they're being able to produce. We see them in the standings, a great team, but. They still don't feel like that team that can go head-to-head with the big dogs in the right. NHL, like the, the Colorados, the Tampas, um, the Vegases. So I think that Tampa should be able to handle this one as long as they're able to put a couple past uh, Jacob Markstrom. And with the amount of firepower that Tampa has, I really wouldn't be shocked if that's like not even an asking thing. Like that, right. That's just going to happen. For sure. Next up, we got the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, this is a team that is quite interesting. They go through a lot of ups and downs in their last 10. They're 4, 5, and 1. But they do yet again have the number one and number two scores in the NHL, both sitting at 79 points. So they've got a lot of firepower, but at the same time, the depth is really lacking for this team. Yes, yes, that it is. Um you know, ever since Evander Kane came to the mix, he's been pretty solid for them. So they, they've added a little more scoring up front. And other than that, I mean, really nothing else is new with this team. Obviously, the new coach, they had a good start at first, and things are kind of, you know, back down to earth. I think Tampa's the better team in every aspect. Sure, you got, you know, two of the top three to five players in the league on one team. But on the other team, you've got, you know, arguably the best winger in the league. You've got a, you know one of, one of the better centers in the league, the best defense in the league, best goalie in the league. You, you, you got all this on the Tampa Lightning, so it's it's going to overwhelm the Oilers. Last game was a five to three win. I would expect again something pretty similar. Yeah, Tampa, you got five of the like top twenty players in the league. Exactly. So uh, a lot more depth, and the one thing that stands out is Andre Vasilevsky versus either Koskinen or Mike Smith. It, it's like, not even close. Yeah, I, not even I, close. I might take Brian Elliott. They might start Brian Elliott, honestly. <laughs> I might take Brian Elliott, to be honest, over Costco and Smith. So Yeah, they're, they're kind of dog water. Yeah, absolutely. And so that would be a two-game win streak, but a real streak doesn't start until you hit Yeah, one is not bad. Games. Two is pretty good. Three is officially a winning streak. 
And that starts as we take out the Vancouver Canucks on March 13th, the Sunday game. So uh, we see a familiar face that's been lighting it up for them over the last five games, but we're not afraid of it. No, I would not be afraid. But also, funny enough, if I, if I had to say this one game we were going to lose, it would be this one. Mm. You know, I think with the road fatigue, there's a team that's playing a lot better since the coaching change. Uh, JT Miller could be a little revenge game narrative going on here. Um, if he's not traded by then, that is. Ooh. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But this is the one that, if I had to choose one that Lightning were going to lose, it would be this game. But again, not too worried. 4-2 to was the original matchup. I think it's going to be something pretty similar yet again. I think it's going to, I think all these games, like, are going to be two to three goal wins, nothing more, nothing less. So, so like fair, convincing Tampa wins, but no blowouts, no you know, no close nail biters, anything like that. Uh, we're we're going to see Demko, uh, we're going to see JT Miller, Elias Patterson, Quinn Hughes. We're going to see you know some some legit weapons, but at the end of the day, it's not Tampa Lightning. I'm going to have to agree there. I think all of these teams good, um, but just not to the level of Tampa. I mean, we're not going to be going in versus a Montreal, but at the same time, we're not going in versus the likes of a Colorado. So these are all games that we should be able to take, which should start our win streak. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. On the other side of the commercial break, we got all that NHL news to talk about. The NHL season has been packed with 30 dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. I got Chase <laughs> triggered over here. It's great yeah. to see. If that, any of you silly gooses out there think, oh, Trevor's U.S. is better than Jack Hughes, you you need to go fly a kite because like, you, you just don't know what you're talking about. That's what I'm getting angry about. Yeah, we are talking about uh, the two players, how they're currently tied in points at 43 each. Oh, but funny enough, Jack Hughes has played 37 games. Zegras played 53. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 16 more games. Yeah, but... Uh, and Jack Hughes is on the New Jersey freaking Devils. Zegras on Anaheim. Better. Significantly better. Let's see. Anaheim is 27 wins because of Trevor Zegras and only Trevor Zegras. <laughs> okay. And New Jersey's at 21. Oh, none of them because of Jack Hughes. No. Though, right? no, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, All right, let's talk about some of the news we got here. Let's start with Alexander Ovechkin. We continue to keep track on his record pace for goals scored. He is currently tied for third all-time with Yarmir Yager. Quite the accomplishment by the old Russian machine. You know, I forgot to mention it, but real quick, Yarmir Yager, shout out to him. Put on a little benefit. Um, He's doing like like a charity hockey game going on. And you can buy like virtual tickets and stuff for like three bucks American and all the proceeds are going to helping 
Ukrainian families who, you know, have been plagued by the war and helping them, you know, get better, get, get, get out, do whatever they need to do. So hats off to Yamri Yager still being, you know, an, an all-time dude and a great hockey player, of course. But right now we're focusing on Alexander Ovechkin and the incredible feats that he's accomplished in his career thus far. 766 career goals through 1,253 games. Not too bad. Yeah, I'd say that's okay. He really is incredible. So fun to watch. I mean, the, the the dude's 36 years old right now. He's got 36 goals on the season. He's playing at a 51-goal pace through 80 games. That's what he's going for. Casual 100-point season. He hasn't had a 100-point season literally since 2009-2010. The 36-year-old is currently fourth for goals in the league. When you have players out there like Austin Matthews, Leon Dreisaitl, Chris Carter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Like the guy is fantastic. Um, I I just hope and pray that he's able to stay healthy and stay at a really good pace and is able to break Wayne Gretzky's record because he easily is the best scorer in NHL history. Yes, absolutely, one of a kind, never will be another. Absolutely, uh, Phil Kessel. Now he keeps his Iron Man streak. He arrived to the game in a Tony Stark costume yet again, and, and no. So Phil Kessel in Arizona fly out to Detroit to play in a game. Uh, problem here, though, is Phil Kessel obviously has the Ironman streak for consecutive games. His wife is getting ready to pop out their first child. Yeah, you look at Phil Kessel. looks like he's 89. Nope, he's 34. First child on the way. First child at 34, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, well, congrats, so, Phil. Yeah, so congrats to Phil. He is now a father, if I'm not mistaken. I think the baby did pop out. But, you know, in this whole process, um, you know, he's – you know, I don't know how many games he's at currently. I can't run the numbers, 900-something. But um, he got to keep that record by Arizona. Keeping him, you know, flying him out to Detroit. He got dressed, played the first shift of the game, got off the ice, changed out of his uniform, so he got a shift recorder to game played. Um, then they private jet, uh, like private chartered him down um, back to Arizona to be there for the birth of his child. So kind of a cool story. Arizona's willing to play, you know, down a player, you know, knowing that obviously that's not an easy thing to do. And then they still went and murdered Detroit. <laughs> what is Arizona doing? Is there something they're putting in their in their uh, Gatorade or something? Like, what's happening? They're scoring so much. Obviously, we talked about uh, Schmaltz and how he had his big game, but now they put up nine against Detroit. What's happening here? In the last ten games, Arizona six and four. They've got five wins in the last or four wins in the last five games. They're just they're just a good hockey team now. They're, they're playoff contenders coming up when we're in the Stanley Cup this year. They they just figured it out, obviously. Jacob Chikrin no longer on the trade block. No, dude, he's oh, he I don't I don't think he ever got the hat trick, but he had two goals last night. He was close to the hat trick, but that that kid's that kid's good. He's twenty three years old. He he, it's ridiculous that you know I don't care how how little he's scoring compared to what he did a couple years ago. He's still incredible. But I really don't know what's like why it's clicking all of a sudden. But things are working pretty well. Schmaltz is playing better. Keller's playing a lot better. Uh, Gossier is doing pretty good. Kessel's even doing all right for what was kind of expected of him. So uh, all these things are coming into play. It's just such a weird mix. Of They've everything. got good wins too. I mean, obviously, uh, eight goals against the Senators and nine goals against Detroit is cool to see. But Detroit and Ottawa not the best teams. But they've also beaten Colorado and Vegas in their last five games. Yeah, dude. And they play Toronto coming up. Don't be that surprised if they beat Toronto. I, I, like, like, honestly. Gosh, the Arizona Coyotes really playing themselves out of the Shane Wright lotto. Well, even if it even is the Shane Wright lotto anymore, I, mean, I don't know. He's that's, of... that's a future episode, <laughs> and just shut up. 
Uh, all right. Don't even. Don't even. Let's not talk about Jared McCann, the guy who, like, I don't know, confused Toronto management and made Toronto, like, just trade, uh, what was his name, Philip Hollander? Phil Hollander. For absolutely nothing? Like, I don't know. He, he did something that made Toronto just go completely clueless. Anyways, he's getting an extension now with Seattle. Yeah, uh, five by five, twenty-five million dollars total. Not too shabby. Uh, very well deserving. Twenty-one goals through fifty-one games, thirty-three total points. You can look at that and be like, "Oh my God, that's not that many points." What, what what's going on? Well, he's playing on a horrendously offensive, like lack of offense type of team. Seattle is one of the worst offensive teams in the league. They they are embarrassing, really, in that front. But he's still doing well, doing everything he can despite the little help around him. He's actually a pretty damn good defensive player, too. Um, you know, he, he is one of the more underrated players in the league. And even this this contract's a little bit undervaluing him, in my opinion. So I, I think it's a great value for Seattle. Once they kind of figure out their roster construction, get a couple guys out and bring a couple guys in, um, I think they're going to be a better team eventually, too. And it, it, it's, you're really going to see how valuable this contract really is in the next couple of years. I agree, and I think even if... McCann's long-term destination isn't here with Seattle. With that type of deal, you're going to be able to snatch something really good. Could be like a Blake Coleman type of move where they're oh, able yeah. to get a first out of Jared McCann because I do think he is that type of player. If they can't fi- if, if they can't become like a playoff team after like the next season and the following season, he'll have three years left on his deal at that point. They could at that point unless he falls off, which is possible. But even right. if he goes just currently at this pace, he's getting first round pick plus in return. Yeah, Jared McCann, really good player. Um, let's not talk about the new NHL playoff logo. If you haven't seen it yet, make sure to look it up and, or maybe we can retweet it on the Bulls broadcast page. Um, I know world hockey report, they tweeted it. That's what I'm looking at right now. Um, I'm going to pass on this. Some people will love this logo. Really? I'm seeing a lot of people online. I'm a big fan. I really like this new logo. It looks great. I think it looks terrible. Yeah. I just. Like, the old logo had everything packed into it. They had Stanley Cup playoffs. They had the year. They had the actual cup itself all in a nice package. And now this one, you get the Stanley Cup with the year on its own with, like, big, bulky writing under it, and then the NHL logo under that. And I'm just – so I don't I don't see it. So I'm guessing that on the jerseys, it's just going to be the little, like, like shield the, the above. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the Stanley Cup playoffs writing, which that might look – all right on the jerseys. Mm-hmm. But here's here's my thing. Every NHL logo is a cartoony logo. There's no like realistic logos because it just doesn't really work that way when you're like creating jerseys. They're, they're all like slightly cartoonish. And that's what the old like Stanley Cup playoff logo was, where this new logo is more realistic looking. It's a more realistic looking cup. And I just don't think it, I don't think it matches with any of the jerseys in the league. I think it's gonna look weird on them. And as Tampa fans, you will absolutely know this that if you get a Stanley Cup winning hat. They've got the logo of the Stanley Cup playoffs on the hat. I don't, that is going to look so much better on I, I'm, hats, yeah. shirts, everything than the old one yeah, or the I'm, new one. I'm not wearing mine right now, but I I, I have my, my Tampa Stanley Cup hat from the first cup run, and like, I love that thing. The logo looks great on it. I don't yeah. know if I can buy one with the new logo on it. Yeah, it just doesn't look as, I don't they just, it looks too simple. Yeah. Too simple, but also too realistic. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan. I'd love to know what you guys think about the new um, Stanley Cup playoff logo uh, at Bolts Broadcast. You can let us know there what you think of it. I just, 
there's no reason to, what's the saying? Don't fix what's not broken yep. or something like that. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. There you go. And that's what the NHL tried to do here. Agreed. All right, well, let's go to hockey name of the day now, Chase. Yeah, why not? Uh, we got old Mark here. Mark. Kalen Kovas. Kalen Kovas. Kalina Kovas. Kalina Kovas. You saved it at the end of the day, didn't you? What? You saved it at the end of the day, didn't you? Oh, did I? Yeah. Nice. Let's go. Kalina Kovas. Mark Kalina Kovas. Nailed yeah. it. You know, you, you can get a little more. No, you don't need to do both. You get a little more Eastern European on, on the sound, but, you know, it, it's definitely acceptable. But anyway, Mark is a 23-year-old Latvian, you know, currently, you know, playing, I guess, you can call him currently playing in the Latvian League. He's re- recently made the move. I uh, was playing in the Ukrainian League for, uh, you know, Donbass Donetsk and HC Marupol, which I don't know who that second team is, but the first team is um, a team that is actually, like, in, in the um, Champions League. So... They're a little more recognizable as a brand, but pretty good player in the Latvian League. You know, 1920 uh, put 49 points, 34 games um, last year, 14 points through 19 games this year, and the Ukrainian League was scoring just under a point per game pretty much with um, 15, 16 games. He's a decent player, uh, you know, and he was, and I said Latvian, I must say Lithuania, by the way. Mm. Going back, I got to backtrack. He's Lithuanian, not Latvian. I just, re- I just realized in my head I said Latvia. Two great countries. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. I'm a big fan of the, Lithu- of the Lithuanian flag. And so he, he's a person that is featured on the Lithuanian national team. Played U20 for them. Played on the, on the men's team. Uh, did both in, in back-to-back years, actually. like Playing on the U20 and men's team. Good player. Someone that we're going to see if the World Championships go on as planned this year at all levels. We'll see him, you know, playing there. If Lithuania finds their way back up, I'm sure we'll see him a little more. Maybe he finds his way to the KHL at some point, too. Yeah, sweet name that I uh, absolutely nailed. So it's good to see that. Uh, all right, well, that's going to do it for the show. But before we actually go to the outro, we got to say, next episode will be pre-recorded because Chase is selfish, but that's completely fine. Uh, Playoffs, we're, baby. We're going to have Playoffs. We're gonna have something a little bit fun for you guys or next Monday's show. So we are going to be recording that right after this. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. And uh, we're looking at playing a game where you guys are going to be able to play along with us. So it'll be a lot of fun. But that's going to do it for this one. So Chase, hit them with an outro. As always, man, thank you guys for listening. If you want to check us out on Patreon, support us over there. We'd really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter. Oh, is that Bulls too broadcast. early? That is a little too early. <laughs> at Bolts Broadcast, you can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. You can follow WMP on Twitter at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. Get all the content you need on Twitter between those three platforms. Make sure to go to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. Find all the podcasts and network there. Boom, hook the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You can begin the music now. It's okay. Oh, okay. Wherever you listen, if you raise five stars, send your questions, comments, concerns. We appreciate it. Wherever you do, do not forget to use code THPN. We sign for DraftKings. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time.